Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Yo, it's Emich, aka Slice Johnson, and we're back for another episode. Uh, the Negroes, you didn't get rid of us. We got outdoor Negroes and indoor Negroes on this call. And we're going to have a great time. And we've got a packed house for this episode. So my cart partner, we got Sugar, a.k.a. 3-Putt Johnson on the line. What's happening, player? What's happening? What's happening, y'all? You know, uh, living on, you know, living like I'm uh, on other people's money. Oh. It's like that, huh? Trying to. Shit. Okay. I you dig know, it. We all we all living off somebody else's money, you know what I mean? When yeah. you think about it. That's true. That is true. Someone well, cuts that check. <laughs> Before we uh get into um what we're gonna talk about this week, we got some player partners in the house. And I'll introduce them. Man, we got Dan the answer man, uh aka trombone. Shorty in the house. What's happening, Dan? You got to no. get off mute. Oh, there he is. You know me. I'm not good with technology. I just do it for a living, you know, write <laughs> checks to support other people. You know, you said you was an engineer. <laughs> Double nice. muted, sir. I like it. I see that every I'm day. Good. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Welcome back, brother. Man, we got the guy that can play all the sports and uh, do it well. We got the nature boy in the house, man. The man. (laughs) Yes, sir. What's happening, Mathis? What's up, everybody? That's uh, that's a great introduction. Happy to be back. Excited because this means golf's close. Yes, Yes, indeed. Man. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck off. Okay, nice. We know. We know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little angry. I'm sorry. Hey, the snow's melting out here, man. We catching up, brother. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, We got the Nigerian nine iron in the house, man. Let's hear it. <laughs> What's happening, Ali? What's happening, brother? Good to see you guys. And uh, yeah. Golf is around the corner. Let's go, springtime. Yes, indeed. And then we have a crowd favorite. He's always got people thinking about them nipples. It's a nipple. Because I'm drooling. We've got Booga, Mr. Nip Slip, in the building. What's happening, Boog? What's good, fam? What's good? Just trying to live life and not trying to tell people how to live. But if you're going to live, make sure you get deep in that shit. Mm, okay. I like that. I like going deep. 
Speaking of going deep, man, we're going to go deep <laughs> into these games, uh, the game of golf and what we got going on this week. So, sure, give us a rundown. Yeah, so this episode, as we always do, we're giving it to you the real way. Golf news of the week, we kick it off with. We'll get into last week's Honda Classic and this week's Arnold Palmer Classic. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of LPGA. They have the HSBC Women's Championship, which will, will kind of kick off um, a series of tournaments for the ladies. Um, we're going to get into our diversity topic, She Who Golfs, and kind of talk about diversity and how the how um, you know this company and and they're they're pushing for diversity in the game. Um, so our front nine. This is going to be an interesting topic. We're going to get to the hottest TV moms. Um, so I have a feeling that these lists are going to be completely different. Um, <laughs> we're going to find out what you like. Mm. Uh, the back nine. What are you doing to improve your game this week and leading up to your book? I don't know if you count, man, because you're able to kind of get in and get out all the time. So yeah, your, your game is continuous. Yeah, I don't. There's no breaks for us here. So Yeah, no days off, huh? No days off. You, <laughs> you can't. You ain't got to get ready if you stay ready. Oh mm. wow! Okay, uh, we are going to give you what are we hating on the weekly segment, uh, or not the weekly segment, but every segment we get into it on the podcast is one of the most loved. Uh, the gigging golf song of the week. We're going to give you "Water Boys" by Earth Gang. Um, yes, indeed. I better be ready for that one, man, because it's it's a banger as always. Uh, and then our final shout outs to wrap up the show. Oh, I like it. Should be fun. I can't wait to get to that front nine. I want to see what you guys are about. Um, Ali's so, back. Oh, Ali's back. Ali's back just in time. Hey, Ali. How are you, sir? Got to play his music again when you come back. Right. He'd be, he be on that con man Nigerian internet shit. That's what get me. <laughs> I'm like he left the house to make a beer run or something. Oh, well, uh, doorbell. <laughs> security numbers. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Hey, I think I have your security number there, Bug. I change mine every three years, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why it didn't work. Exactly. Uh, let's get into our uh, the Negro news. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. Hey, man. So uh, we got Bryson, man. Let's. Let's talk about Bryson before we get to Phil. So uh, Bryson's pulled out again. Um, sounds like he's injured, um, having some, th- I think it's some back issues, some some issues going on. Doctor said I need a backyotomy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, let's talk about uh, about Bryson, man. What do you guys think about him pulling out? Do you Do you think it's because he's injured or is he prepping for something else? I think I think he went really hard on his body the past two seasons, trying to like you know outdrive everybody and their mom, and you know, with how much he played his past two seasons, I think it's just taking a toll on his body. So he just needs to rest up. I mean, the same happened to uh, Kepka, like you know, two years ago when he had to like sit out like most of the season, you know. So just like every athlete, man, he gotta keep your body in tip top shape. And if you don't, then you bear the consequences, which is what he's probably happening to right now. You got to stretch the muscles, sir. Stretch, stretch. Yeah. I remember, I remember when y'all was on me a couple of weeks ago about stretching and trying to get ready for the season and talking all that shit. Well, you know, <laughs> I think that in this case, this guy is went, you know, like you said, Ollie, he went kind of hard on his body. 
a lot of wear and tear. And I think when you look at you look at the transformation of this man when he first came in, opposed to where he is now, that's a lot of strain on your body. So eventually, something's going to catch up. I I, I agree and disagree to a point. I mean. Golfers nowadays work out all the time, so they stretching all the time. He playing that role because he's about to go play in that new tour and get that extra money. And the same token, everybody told me, okay, he did all the stuff to hit the ball further. He ain't winning from it. He got no more wins than anybody else. Everybody else still beating his ass. So what you do all that for? So if you had an opportunity to make money twice, why wouldn't you do it? Hey, but but I hate if it's facts. It's not hate if it's facts. But after he came out two years ago with that you know, new body and that crazy swing, how many guys at the driving range did you see that was trying to outdrive everyone in the mile? None, because everybody, and, like, it's like drinking. Well, it's like drinking. Know. know your limitations. I don't know which golf course you're going to, but everyone I've been to, man, all those guys are trying to outdrive each other and stuff and get yoked up and all that kind of crazy uh, shit. Yeah, I don't not, not, well, <laughs> In here, we, we play year-round, so you, you just play your game. Oh, and, and Bryson, okay, he did all that, and has he won more tournaments from it? So what was the point? Most people golf in, like, high school, college, and then try to do long drive. No pros who are high-level, high-caliber tour pros do long drive, Right. Plus, you don't see any long drive guys who are competitive on tour. It doesn't go, it doesn't transfer between the exactly. two. And so his heavy long drive training is impacting his actual PGA Tour training. Yes, he, it's cool. You know, people like seeing him hit it far, but you don't win in driving. You know, all those guys are accurate. They can all hit it far. Who cares if you hit another 50 yards or whatever? Can you get on the green? Can you putt in the fewest amount of putts? What's the rule? Drive for show, putt for dough. Yeah. But the, I think Boog is, is right, though. He sees the money. He's always been that kind of thinking out of the box type of a player, just personality. And he sees a lot of money in the sand over there. And it doesn't surprise me. You know, he's not he's not hurting to, you know, compete in these events because he sees a bigger p- picture, you know, bigger prize across the pond. So, Boog, you don't even think he's injured. Is that what I'm hearing? I don't think he's injured like he should be pulling out. But if you think about it, and the way that the tour is going, if you play over there, you not can't you can't play in the tour over here. And if you can't, and he's never going to be number one player in golf. He's not. We already know that. So if you can't be number one over here, you might as well get your money somewhere else. Well, he'll be. I mean, I I, I get it. I mean, I I think the the just the ability for him to make more money in endorsements and all that stuff over there because they're going to throw tons of money at you. They're going to, right? We all know that. Yeah. Well, but doesn't isn't there a part of it that has to do with character like playing for the Saudis like so what I mean but there's certain there's certain things that is public knowledge right it's not hating if it's true or if it's facts right of where you know some of the things that, that they've done obviously so where does that piece come into this um you know, I, I'll be honest. I think he, I don't think he's going over there. He tried to make a run and get some support and those people got slaughtered as well. So I, I think he's hurt because when he first came out or he first came out with that new body, everybody was like, how long is this going to last? Mm-hmm. Right. He's swinging out his ass every time, you know, and, and I, I think he's actually injured and maybe it's, you know, somewhere in the middle, but I don't know. I think 
people have been waiting for him to hurt himself since this transformation and, and the crazy shit he does to train. Like you can overtrain. Yeah. You can, you can make your body too big for your sport. Right. And I think that's kind you of can go either way. There. Right. Look at Bubba Watson. He slimmed down a lot and his game changed. You know, yeah. what was that like Third five point? years yep. ago or whatever? Yeah. It's point. like, if you change your routine, get out of what you've been doing for a long time, it's going to mess you up mentally and physically. Right? And I, and I think real quick, but I think too, last time we saw Bryson play right against Brooks, he was not in tip top shape in terms of his game. It was not sharp. He got destroyed on that, in that competition. Right. So if his game isn't where he wants it to be right now, he's just going to say, Oh, I got injury and I can work on some stuff. Right. It's easy for these guys to do that. And that's why I think, that's why I think he's not injured. And if you think about his last tournament he played in, if you watch the whole tournament, he hurt. He said he hurt his wrist and his arm. It wasn't his back, and now it's his back, and he hadn't played. Doctor said I need a backyotomy. <laughs> so I mean, so, okay. So how do you, you know? So if you're if you're telling me, you know, like the, how do you explain John Daly then, man? Explain that to me. His body was built. He's been big forever. His, his, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, hey, man, I'm, I can attest to a different body type. And can still play golf. You know what I'm saying? Very I never nice. got COVID because I drink rum and coke. Well, I don't <laughs> know about that. You drank from the water hose growing up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, indeedy. Hey, John Daly drank from a, a nacho cheese hose. Well, what about this? Bryson is Bryson. Yeah, he did. Bryson's the defending champ. And this is where, remember last year, he had that drive where he drove yep. it, like where you're not supposed to. And so to see water. him not coming out and defending that makes me think that it's either like he's injured or he's just it's it's up here in right now and that Saudi thing might be weighing on on his brain right so trying to make a decision what should I do yeah I think- I, you know because it, but think about this if he goes out and he does it again not so much the the winning the tournament but hitting that drive again right just think about how that would like they can promote that on this other tour too right just that moment so yeah who knows man it's and should to your point. It's that money over there is big money, but sponsorship money is not the same over there. Because you get to that tournament, you get to that tournament, so you can't get sponsored by Puma like that, or Adidas, or Nike, because all those are PGA Tour stuff to go with PGA clubs, like U.S. club stuff. They're not going to sponsor you because if you think about if you think about Taylor Made, always has a has a company that they roll with. Cobra has a company they roll with when it comes to clothing. Nike doesn't make clubs anymore, but Nike is statewide. I get that, but I think if you're so if you're if you're if I'm a if I'm an executive at Nike and I'm looking at all these different opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. I would look at it and say, "I oh, will fuck it. I'm going to rewrite my contract with this other league." Then, but you're Nike. Why can't oh, yeah? Well, and you can Nike already that. knows all money ain't good money. True. Just like when, when Kaepernick came out and everybody's trying to boycott Nike, Nike's like, fuck you. We know we still gonna make more money off you, of this than anything else. But yeah. you have to you have to consider it though. Don't think about it, but I don't think he's not sponsored by Nike now. So No, I'm just saying, but you know, if you're if you're if you're a company that that you have to start making decisions that are based on two different leagues, I'm just gonna rewrite the contract. I'm not obligated to to sell my products in one in one professional sports league. You're right, but when you think about it, like Matthew says, it comes to the character. And Nike goes by character. Do you think Nike has character? Kaepernick, yes, they do. In in certain terms, yes. Yes, and they're going to be like, okay, your shit over here is not working for us. So, <laughs> and Bryce is not that good. We're going to worry about 
but let's be real. Let's be let's be real though. Every single one of us probably wore a pair of shoes that was from a sweatshop. Oh yes, I, I have no problem with Nike. Okay. But well, Nike's I, not gonna I, sit I made there. one of those. All y'all got Jordans, and you know that's made a sweatshop. I don't have no Jordans. Oh well, that hat you got on now from CU, you know that was made in a sweatshop. My, my shoes are made from tires, like old tires. <laughs> wow. Damn Africans. <laughs> I don't think Nike will. Nike won't sponsor him. Adidas won't sponsor him. Puma won't sponsor him. He'll get he sponsorship over it. Your old tires and your Kansas City Super Bowl T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, whoever didn't win the Super Bowl, he get them extra shirts. I know. Yeah, I got them. Like four X Cincinnati four extra large. <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, speaking since we're talking crazy, uh, Phil. Happen to say some crazy stuff uh, these past couple of weeks. Um, he's had a bunch of people turn on him. Um, he said what he said, and he said it with his chest. He's losing sponsors. He's lost Workday, KPMG, Amstel Light. Anyone here drink Amstel Light, you guys? Fuck no. All right. I don't even know what the fuck it is. So I said, okay. American Express. Exactly. And then they paused his Callaway deal, which he has clubs. He's going to still play with his... Why would he switch up? He has bags and bags of Callaway. So whatever. And then the funny thing is the PGA paid him the rest of his six, uh, rest of his half for winning, uh, that little player thing that him and Tiger were in. And they gave him a $6 million bonus, uh, today. Um, so, uh, make him happy. Yeah. What, what say you about, what Phil said, I mean, you're going to say what you got to say. They tried to do that to JT, too. Shit slipped up. It was on a hot mic. We all talk crazy. It is what it is. But when you disrupt or try to go against the establishment, then what? So, thoughts? You get fired. <laughs> well, he can't get fired. I know. I'm just saying. If you go against the establishment, you know. I get what I, I get and don't get. He fucked up, but in the same token... When he talked about the PGA, was he wrong? Nope. He had to buy his own likeness from the PGA so we can play in other sh- with the Tiger shit in other tournaments. How are you gonna have to buy? I have to sell. I have to buy back my own meat. Slave shit, man. You I'm have to sorry, buy back dude. my own meat so I can play somewhere else. But that—that's to me. You should. You're your own product. Like, why the fuck do you have to buy yourself back? Like, I think that's I a problem. I think that's a problem. That's well, that. Should, that's that. Should night. Um, right. from the balcony, the type of shit, bro, that the PJ's doing. So I can't, yeah. Yeah, that's Go pretty, that's ahead. shitty to me. I don't, that's, that's pretty shitty. And like you said, so, so Reg, do you think, do you think he's doing the right thing then? I mean, I think you have to be able to speak your mind. If you see something that's wrong, you should be able to just talk about it. And then, but this at the same time, no, you can't. So you can't you can't just go and accept that check and then just don't say nothing anymore either. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And what got me, the only thing that got me is you said all this, then you came with, back with that bullshit as apology. If you gonna say shit, the say apology it. came. Yes. With, well, you would apologize too if they cut that check. It's not like Phil's broke. He's it's not. not like Phil's broke. He's not. So, but it's perception. Okay. If you're going to say something, say it with your chest. You already know you got money, and if that's the case, you go over to Saudi and play and get your money if they're going to take it from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question I have for the group is, like, how how competitive is Phil 
anymore on the PGA Tour as it is. Like, mm. you know, if he decides to just walk away, mm. the PGA, what, what does he stand to lose? And what does the PGA stand to lose at this point? But he, he had to say what he had to say. And sometimes, yes, uh, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't bother mentioning it sometimes is what my mom would tell me. But, <laughs> you know, he, he's an older guy and you know how older folks get. They just say whatever's on their mind and say, fuck it. I'm done. So, yeah. Well, 1,810? <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> um, well, Phil is very popular in the golf world. And uh, this, it, he has his set of fans, um, just like Tiger. I mean, it's not like Tiger has played a shit ton of golf lately and it's there. It's it's what they've done in the past and their likeness and their character. And those two were basically carrying golf for the longest time. Like they tried to throw Rory, DJ, uh, Spieth. Uh, I mean, we can, can continue throwing the list out there, right? And it still comes back to these guys move the needle, especially Tiger. Um, VIP. Yep. Well, and let's look at let's look at Phil too. I mean, he's he's obviously on the the tail end of a golf career that you know he can go. And I think the one thing I don't think he wants to do yet, he doesn't want to go play on that senior tour. Wait, wait, but he has already. Well, but he I has. Know, I know, but I but he has, but I don't think he wants to do it on a regular basis. Okay. I think there's still the competitiveness in him wants to keep him on the tour as long as he can stay there. I think he'll well, be- hold on. building off of uh building off of Reggie and Ali, like using his social capital right now to, to really bring up something that's a legit, like how he delivered it or whatever we can talk about that, but just the message that he's trying to send. Do you think he knows he's on the backside of his PGA, like, like the regular tour, like career. And now he's like, fuck it, I got enough social capital that I can go and I can start, like, you know, showing behind the scenes, lifting the veil, getting them to question these things. And maybe he doesn't, the Saudi thing isn't really the whole thing. He knows he's not going to win that, but he's revealing, look, the PGA is fucked up, man. It's like a, it's an old boys club, really is what it is. And he's using his social capital that he has built up. Because I I don't know if, if, there's other players that are that are standing up for the PGA, but they're all young. Like I don't know, and I could be wrong. There could be other players or that have been around as long as Phil that are saying things. Like I know uh, the Shark, right? He's been he spoke up about it too. He supported Mickelson. Um, I don't know. Do you think that that's what it is? He's like, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna see what I can do to make real change, and I'm I have to support something that is total bullshit. But if change comes from it, I'm willing to kind of sacrifice that. Yep. Yeah, I think that I think that the dirty laundry is coming out in a lot of sports. You've seen it in the NFL. You've seen it in the NBA. The NBA is to me has done the best job because they cleaned it. They clean their shit up. Well, they fire you know, off. They, they, yeah, they kill your they'll, team. <laughs> yeah, they'll fuck you up. They'll come in there and then clean house. And if and if the owners don't even like it, like with this last dude, I mean, I don't even know. I can't remember how it how it went down, but they will the they will just kick your ass out so well, i think clippers, that like clippers think, LA, right they made him sell his team like yeah no more they made him do it and i think that golf you're i mean I, I think that you're starting to kind of see the errors of the past come out and come to the forefront and they're gonna they're gonna have an issue at some point they're gonna have to fix it yeah mathis is right i mean i think he 
and Phil's a businessman. And it's not to me. He's a big part of golf, but he's not, he's not a big fan in California, even though California is home. Like that's where he's from. But a lot of people in California really don't like him. But in the same token, he's a businessman and he knows, okay, y'all can try and get me as much as you want. Cause I can still go to Saudi and play. I can play on the senior tour. I can get some money somewhere. He's going to get his money, but I need to make a change because y'all are shysty. Y'all are back door. And that's how y'all do. Because Phil has the status to absorb all the negative aspects of doing something like that. Yes. Right. So he could stick his neck out and say something to hopefully make a change. It's not a surprise when he says something crazy. Right. So it's not like he slipped per se. (laughs) It could be very calculated. Right. Like I said, the people at that level got me. The bullshit apology. That's why I was like, Say it with your chest and keep on riding. That's just to try to smooth things over a little bit. You know, that's that's the PR bit business part of Phil and his. Have to buy that check, man. I'm telling you, he still you. got his check. He was getting his yeah, check. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's that's all. Yeah, if you're in business and you know successful, you have you have calculated moves all the time. Nothing is done just you know off the cusp, right? And sometimes I think you know, and and I think that's a good business tactic. So if you if you're out there watching this situation, you can probably apply this to your own life when you're negotiating at the negotiating table. Like sometimes you got to plant little seeds out there to let people know you're not happy about shit. And then the next thing, you know, things change. Well, I, I don't know if that works for us. I can't go to my office now talking about y'all slave trade. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, keeping it real go wrong, but you can't be out there like that. I'm an accountant and it's a small accounting <laughs> world. So I can't, I can't say that to go. Oh, but they go and they find, have to go find a new job. Be like, uh, no, he was kind of. No, but there's negotiation tactics you could do to a certain yeah. level that yeah. can still be effective. Yeah. Yes. I, I try that and they go like, hey, motherfucker, man, she got part from the table. You need to tell that. Get your ass back in the table. <laughs> yeah um so yeah phil we'll see what happens there we'll see what where where he goes with the pga um so the pga of america announced there is a new, new there's a new captain of the united states team for the 2023 Ryder cup what do you guys think about zach johnson being the captain can I, I'm gonna go quick and fast. Then I'll let y'all do y'all thing. I never liked him at all. Never had. Just something about him was funny to me. But my question: Who's gonna be co-captain? Because mm. when Tiger went through this whole thing, his wife, he was one of those people who was like, "Fuck Tiger, he ain't shit." Yeah. So what do you do? So what do you do now? Mm. I'm with you. I, I, you know, he always just carried himself in a different way that it just doesn't come across as like something people majority of people liked, you know, he wasn't flashy in that sense, but he was kind of that little pompous, you know, I'm good. And, you know, I'll do my thing and nobody can really mess with me. Right. And as far as Ryder cup and that it's all about the team. So the captain has to be liked by the team members. Right. And maybe guys on tour like him, I don't know, but that's number one, you got to build the, the camaraderie and, you know, the relationships because, you know, it's a team event. And so you have to have that social aspect. So we'll see. Yeah, this dude. I remember this guy. He's kind of a. He's kind of got a um, just a fucking weird attitude. I think if I remember, if this is the same dude, it is. Um, and they, he always wears sunglasses. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they picked they, they picked a real awkward picture. Like that picture on him is weird too. That they, that, had. but that just kind of almost showed you a little bit yeah, about like how he carries kinda, himself. Yeah, his personality. <laughs> 
I mean, I, you know I don't know who I think. Do you know who I think his co-captain should be? Is Patrick Reed. Hey, oh now God. you're on to something, Ali. Shit, my guy Ali. Bring, oh my bring Captain America in there, man. I love it. You mean Captain? You mean Captain Kirk? <laughs> Patrick Reed, man, that's... man, you better, you better look up. You better, there are better golfers out there than that, dude. That could be co-captain. Come on, I don't know. Since the boat, since Patrick the boat Reed can't do it. You know, so. he always have a controversy about him. Yeah, he's always exactly. up. He's always playing with balls. <laughs> whoa, 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 there, champ. Reed's picking up all these balls every time, man. Come on, dog. Oh, okay. Um, I think they have to reinvent themselves because the older guard is kind of moving, and so you're, you're gonna no one's gonna be happy on who they pick, right? So you you got this younger guard that's out there, but they're not ready to be captain, so they have to choose somebody. Now, how they came to this choice, who knows? As oh, yeah. Al, as Ali said, man, you had Patrick Reed out there, man. What is different? If you think about it, every, like you said earlier, every captain has some kind of connection with players. Yeah. If you look at this dude, and when you watch golf and hear golf, you know who's friends and who's not friends. True. You've never heard about him being friends with anybody. I don't think of this dude and like the guys, other guys gravitating towards him. They don't live next to each other in Florida, you know. So is it? So are the captains? Is do you have to have like a certain amount of majors one, or do, how does that work with this? Or they just choose it based? Like, do you guys know the criteria? Or I don't know. I have to, I have to try and look it up, but I think it's who they, chooses the captain. I don't know. Because hmm. if it's like a player, I don't know. Like, I'm curious because if if there's anything that he is, he's been a really consistent golfer over. You know, he's he's never. He's won a couple majors, right? He's he's always around. So maybe there's just and I'm really reaching at straws as to why they picked him, but like there's gotta be a piece there to put him in a place where obviously, you know, camaraderie is important, but you know, pairings is important. I mean, maybe his golf IQ is amazing, and then whoever they bring in as co-captain is gonna be that that yin to his yang. But you know, that's probably the only thing I can really think of is as to why he was uh- I think they chose. So just looking at this, he's competed for the United States on five Ryder Cup teams. Um, he's had 12 PGA Tour victories, two major championship titles. Um, he's a natal, native, right? And everything like that. And then when you look at uh, the Drake, he's a Drake University alum, and he's compiled an 8-7-2 record across the Ryder Cup career. Including a three one and one mark in singles competition, so he he definitely has the experience. He represented the United States in four President Cup competitions uh, with a record of ten six and one. Maybe it'll be good to change it. And <clears throat> like I'm, I'm looking at the thing here and how the how the sure. Ryder Cup captains are selected is it's a committee. It's a, it's a, it's a committee. There's twenty. There's a twenty one person board and they vote on it based on you know who's selected. So. But is no, the committee like former players? Is it like that does it say. say like I'm just curious about what these people's mm. connection to golf is? There's a board. They're on the America's 21 person executive committee who yeah. consists of golf stakeholders from around the country. It sounds like a committee of assholes to me. We're <laughs> <laughs> idiots at least, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, but but Mathis, you, you brought up a good point. Like how the committee is made up. Like if it was the older, like some other players, right? Like 
it would be kind of cool if it was made up of a body of past players that were on those teams and and present players and they vote on you. They can give you your choices and maybe you get a fill in of who people want to write in and you vote on that. And that's who the captain is. Um, But yeah, this is, it sounds like there are some people behind the desk that uh, don't know what the fuck is going on. So, and it says there's, there is a criteria too. It's, It's unwritten. It's unofficial. But basically, mm. you have to have played on a rider team previously and have at least one major win under your belt. Yeah. Yes, two. So, yep. yeah, so I'm curious: are you are they automatically eligible, or is this something you actually like have to like tell people? Yeah, I'm down for this. So, mm. you know, wonder if that Thank plays. In I, I assume it has to be a, a mutual agreement, right? Yeah. It's like they can't just pick people out of there and then say you're now the captain. Well, anybody that, be willing. They tell you ahead of time and you say, okay, yeah, I'm okay to do it or not. Right. Well, all of us that have been in leadership roles, right. It sucks sometimes to have to make a lot of decisions and maybe it comes down to simply like that. Like he, he's got the experience logistical piece of it is not heavy lift for him. You know, who knows, but yeah, the personality thing is hard not to get past, but they picked him for a reason. So maybe they, yeah. I mean, and a part of it could be stability too. Right. And you look across his game and his game is stable. So you know, for all his quirks and his personality and not maybe being, you know, not maybe being the most popular player, but I think, you know, the golf will speak for itself. Yeah. I got a question then. If, okay, if we're talking about his career and what he's done, he's still playing in the PGA. You know, Tiger's not playing right now, so why not make him the captain? Mm. I bet you he'll be, if, if he wants to, Tiger will be. Yeah. You know, on the staff, you know, for sure. or whatever, right? I'd well, be curious, I'd be curious to know if they asked Tiger and he just declined. Like, maybe well, that's, that's another point. You know, is you like, could have 10 candidates and maybe maybe one through eight are better than eight, nine, and 10, right? And the other ones don't want to do it. All right. Number eight's your best, or number nine's your best, and maybe Zach is eight, right? Ali, we don't know Ali, that. Ali, maybe keep, Tiger be back this year, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Ali, keep your phone on. They may call you. Yes, sir. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> shit um speaking of, of big tournaments coming up we got the masters coming real soon uh can't be get here quick enough you know that's that's another super bowl for all of us that that love this game um but they are making some changes um and three holes on the course will be lengthened or look a little bit different so, uh, number 11, uh, they're moving the tees back um, 15 yards and to the golfer's left. So, um, and then the fairway will be changed a little bit and uh, several trees will uh, will be removed on the right side. So, um, what say you about some of these changes that they're making? I mean, they got hole 15 where they're moving the tee back 20, other, 20 yards. Um, so that will now hole 15 was 530 yards. It will now play 550 yards. It's crazy. I don't have that shot in my bag. And then 18, um, 13 yards were added to that one. Um, and we'll see what else they do on that hole. So, um, and by the pictures that we saw of the course and from Eureka earth, who was floating around. Uh, I mean, the course does not look recognizable. Um, and there's a lot of dirt and shit out there. I don't know how they get this course together so quick. So what yeah, say you on the changes they're doing out there? 
ready in a month. <laughs> and it's looking like that. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah, oh, but those are back from June though. Look, if you look at if you look at the those are those are former yeah, pictures. That's but, that's true. Just the masters. You can fix the whole masters up in a month if you wanted to. That's a different kind of money. Yep. But it's that a good grass thing. has to be planted, man. You can't do that in like a month. Man, please. That, that's that's uh, Saudi Arabia money right there. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you I'll tell you that. Yeah, you're playing over you there. You're playing you're, over there. You'd be playing on golf courses that are made out of garbage or whatever they put underneath all that land, man. Yikes. Yeah. Dead bodies. Uh, it's pristine, though. <laughs> but you, you got to figure. You got to figure. It's a good thing because everyone hits it so much further nowadays. So, and the match is supposed to be one of the hardest competition, the hardest golf courses. Maybe that's why Bryson is. Maybe that's why Bryson's. You know, taking some time off so he can get no, ready for that one. No. But Augusta no. National's never been a distance course, right? It's about accuracy. Yeah, exactly. It's about putting. Yeah. Getting in the right yeah. positions on your approaches, all that stuff, right? I mean, whoever puts the best, most accurate, you know, short iron in, typically the winner. Well, so I, like I think how these are good because it's a different strategy. Yeah, I was going to say the strategy is cool that they added. They just added more strategy and a little bit more yardage, right? The strategy yeah, yeah. piece is what comes in. And I like how they were talking about, I think it was 15. No, it was 11 that you you really only could play it one way. Yeah. And they opened it up to to more strategy, which, I mean, that's a great way to just see, make players think more. When we all know, like I said, between the ears, man, a lot of that's a lot of people's golf problem is right there. So, and then I like the strategy of changing um, 15 because now you don't know, like hitting it long is almost like too tempting there. You know, it changes the strategy on that hole as well, which, you know, it'll be fun. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why they added that link because everybody got so used to the same thing. So your strategy doesn't never change. Hasn't changed for forever. You add some distance now and then you say, okay, am I hitting this three wood like I did last year or am I going driver or, or like some people, okay, I need to drive an iron now. Cause I know I need to be in this right spot on the right side or the left side where I have a better shot in. I have a question for you guys. Who's, who's going to par that hole on this, <laughs> on this podcast? Which hole? Which hole? 15. 15. Why are you asking questions? The, no five, the 550? Mm. Oh, man. What's, like what's the part now? Look, the part, mm. the part, mm. I, I could get to the green in five. <laughs> <laughs> My question Same. is, who, yeah, yeah. who's going to get to the green <laughs> in regulation? <laughs> that's the first question. That's just wild to me, man. Like, that's... Yeah, who's not taking a penalty on that hole is a better question. <laughs> well, I wouldn't take a penalty because I, I could hit my driver three times and then get it and make it over. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, the deck, I'm, I'm good. I'm going three wood, three wood. So I'm good. What if, what if you see somebody uh do you think you know someone crazy would would, would take a driver off the deck just to do I, it? We've seen it. They'll do it. Bubba has been known to do that with that pink guy. So absolutely. Well, like, maybe like final round, you're you not know, in contention. You're yeah, yeah, you're in the exactly. back of the pack, right? You're like, hey, why not? Just and even just for the knowledge of the course next year, or you know, something like that. Yeah, I could see something like that in your yeah. practice round. Yes, I would. I would do it Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, you're getting yeah. a practice round. You're like, hey, let's see what happens if I have to use this shot here because it's a little long here, and I want to get some points. Sure, but uh, on on 
Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I we're not seeing that. Do you think no they share long. notes? Do you think they share notes from their practice rounds? I think no. maybe some dudes do. No, maybe no. some. No. Mm-mm. You don't think so? No, you because don't, everyone's don't think they're talking strategy though. Like maybe a couple guys ask each other. You still got to execute the shot. Like you, yeah. we all know strategy. We all know how to get around a course theoretically. They're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because the golf club will be facing Saudi Arabia instead of going to freaking Russia or something. You know, so what is he talking about? Everybody has everybody has a plan. <laughs> Computer, go out again, please. <laughs> uh, no, they, don't, they don't share notes like that because the caddy golfer relationships too tight that they don't share each other notes with each other unless you ask somebody who's not planning it. And this year is going to be even worse because no one's played this course like this. So who you yeah, essentially, you're, you're almost giving up any kind of advantage you may have by that, giving additional information, right? No one's those guys are in the zone. They barely talk to their caddy sometimes, right? True. So I, I think I think I think it's a good strategy though to change up that course because you don't you don't want to have the same exact approach for the next ten years anyway. So they can like change it up a little bit, like every three four years, so we don't see the same exact approach to the same hole every time. Yeah, you got to stir it up a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, stir it up a little bit, make it a little more interesting, but not change the integrity of the course yeah. and yeah. you know the tradition but give a little bit of but something they'll else it. they'll change it like every 10 15 years yeah the masters yeah. is the masters i mean exactly. I, I think that's good though because i think that it the game has changed and the way that these guys can hit has changed yes. so i think it's it's good to make some adjustments so I, yeah. Yeah. and if it's on supposed to be the note, oh sorry a, go ahead on a side note if y'all never had these cheetos Jalapeno and cheddar popcorn. Oh my goodness! These motherfuckers is the shit, bro. <laughs> How far is your toilet? This <laughs> <laughs> is good, and oh, eat man dog, because he's on seven bitch. different diets every other week, so he can't <laughs> eat popcorn this week. Funky dog head, bitch. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta try them. They nice. Um, so I like the regular cheese popcorn is it's good though. Yeah. We got a lot more show to go through, so we're going to power through because, I mean, we have so much golf knowledge here, and we love to talk. So, Shug, give us a rundown of the Honda Classic. We'll talk about that for a quick second. We'll get to our picks for the Arnold Palmer. We'll talk about the women's. We'll talk about the diversity, and then we'll get to that front nine. So, uh, give us the Honda Classic. I think the story of the Honda Classic, man, to try to keep it short so we can keep it moving is – Daniel Berger, man, needs to get his shit together, brother. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel bad for you, you know, but dude, when you have a five stroke lead and, and, you know, it's like that old Ace Ventura, what do you know about pressure? Yikes. You know, that's, it's tough, man. Um, but, uh, I mean, I could see, I could see the cringe on his face after like, you know, hole number six, seven, yeah. like, man, this poor guy, he's lost it, man. And he knew it too. But I gotta, I gotta give it to him that he he worked through it. Like he just powered through it and got to the end of it. But man, it, it has to be gut wrenching, man. Because if I was in his shoes, I would just quit and go to the clubhouse and you know, I would have left, knock back some John Daly's or some shit, man, and just call it good. I would have probably just lit up right. I probably would have just left, just left, gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it takes it takes a special person to be able to ha- have a big lead. And carry you know it through and finish right. Those guys yeah. are grinders, 
And if you have a big lead, you're, it's like it's, it's now mine to lose as opposed to mine to win sometimes. So unless you're repeatedly at the top and you're doing that a lot and you kind of get used to it mentally, because how much of this game is mental? Oh, I mean, these guys have you know, professional coaches that work with them, right? Try to get them through situations. And yep. you can tell that, you know, the pressure was just too much. That is true. Well, he he hold out, what is it, on 16, something like that? He hold out from the bunker. And he still was only down two at that point. So, yeah. you know, he did, you know, it was it was tough to watch. <laughs> and he had a chance with two holes left. And then he put it in the water and was just like, you just, you felt bad because he's like a little glimmer of hope and then right back in the water. So He said, yeah. Mathis said he hold out and still only down by two when he had a five-stroke lead. <laughs> That's like bagging the baddest bitch in the club. You get home, but you nut while she was rubbing your jeans on the dance floor. So what you going to do when you get to the house? Just don't tell her. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> get out your can and fix a flat. Let's go. Just stroking your limp shit for no reason. No, they ain't coming back. Oh. Dan said fix a flat. <laughs> <laughs> he need a sports psychiatrist after this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs but, to fire the one he has. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of the winner, though, man, Sep, uh, st- uh, what is, is it, Straka? <laughs> Sep Straka. Sep Straka took home 1.4 M um, for the for the win, man. But um, but yeah, man, Daniel, we're we're sorry for making light of your your uh, your failure. But that shit is, you know, emotional damage. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 he won it, though. I mean, he he was burning at the end, right? I mean, he he won it, and Shane Lowry played like a perfect round and still lost. Yeah, you know what I mean. True. So Shane yeah. Lowry wasn't up by five strokes. No, <laughs> you you learn way more. Like I think that I, I mean I feel bad for Daniel Berger, but he's definitely gonna hopefully learns more from this. And what remember what's the what's the other dude? The other dude that always comes in, Oosthuizen, right? He's always. Louis. Oh, so close, man. Louis is always right there with that gap too small, man. But he'd be right there and it just just ain't curl. It just the curl ain't right. Something didn't happen. The activator was Louis right. used to it. Did you see old boy's face when he started fucking up? That's what I'm saying. I, you you have to to me, that's the best sports T watching on TV because it's emotional, man. No, he, he got emotional damage. Yeah. <laughs> that's emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I know for your eyes only aesthetics can't help you with your emotional shit, but it can't help you with your skin shit. So let's hear from for your eyes only aesthetics. Hey, golfer, gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of for your eyes only aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code DON'TBEALARMED at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code DON'TBEALARMED at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Right on. Hey, if y'all would have got that yeah, word, if, he, if he's you, gonna be needing that, you're gonna be needing that 
extra SPF 50 when I bring that heat at this next tournament, man. Hey, man. Guaranteed. Hey, guess what? Watch your mouth. You know why? The champ is here! The champ is here! Watch your mouth. Don't talk to the champ that way yet. And 1159 is calling shots over here. (laughs) He got to be easy. The champ is still here. Hey, speaking of, hey, I want to uh, see this now. Shit, we gotta, we gonna put something on it. Oh, <laughs> we gonna put something on it. The only thing I'll that matters be to match them up in the first round. Yeah, yes, man. please. I'm, hey, I'm taking all bets. I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna be like Don King of Hard yeah. Knocks Life. Pull up on me. Yeah, that's right. Pull up on me. Yeah, Pull up I have, on me. that's right. I'll have a shit demo. <laughs> Demo, this motherfucker right here. You want to get in on that action? Hey, uh, yes, sir. Speaking of winners, we got the Arnold Palmer Classic. Give us the rundown, Suge, of the course and everything, and let's go around and talk about who's the pick. We'll just go around the room and say who's your pick for this Arnold Palmer Classic. Yeah, Arnold Palmer Classic, man. What a um, phenomenal golfer, um, better human being. Um, legendary man and made a great drink too. So yes, you know, you know, you sometimes you got to put get that John Daly though. You got to put that. Well, there is no John Daly without an Arnold Palmer. That's true. Absolutely. And you got to just put the little. You got you got to put the little in it if you you know. There ain't no John Daly without a shot of cocaine. Oh, oh. Whoa! <laughs> Yikes! Oh. John Daly. <laughs> Math is easy to clean his screen. Spin <laughs> <laughs> all over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. This tournament, this tournament is played at the Arnold Palmer's Bay Hill Club in Lodge, which is a private resort. Par is seventy-two, seven thousand four hundred fifty-four yards. Um, there is no listed course rating for this course. I'm not sure why, um, but there is no course rating for this course uh, that we could find. And but this course was designed by Arnold Palmer uh, in Bay Hill back in 1974. Mm. I wasn't even here yet. Nope. None of us were. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. Wait, 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 yeah, hold up, hold up now. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, sorry. Oh, wait, wait, so we got we y'all was here two years. Seventy four. Seventy four. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Seventy two. Oh, okay, okay. I know you're older than dirt, there, bud. <laughs> Yikes. You wow. like that little Puerto Rican kid that played on the New York baseball team with the fake ID? That was you. You didn't know that. <laughs> wow, this is all he really. All these like sixty-five. Sad. <laughs> um, I was here, but you owed to me, book. Sorry, that put you there too. <laughs> oh, hold on a sec. So, book fifty this year? Yeah, I turned fifty May first. Oh shit! Mayday! Uh oh! Might be some problems. Wow. Let's turn we're up. Going, we're going to Mexico. We're going to Mexico. You qualify for the senior tour if you wanted to. Man. <laughs> Champions, let's go! <laughs> the neighborhood tour. <laughs> Yikes! Oh boy! Wow! Okay. Um. So uh. Hold them tight. Hold them tight. Uh, let's talk about the uh, our picks for the Arnold Palmer Classic. Um, should be a great tournament. It's always uh, great for everyone to come out and support the Arnold Palmer Classic. You'll see all kind of uh, red, green, and yellow attire, including shoes and stuff, polos. Puma usually does it up. 
Uh, Nike, I don't know. They've been on some bullshit lately. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, so, Ali, who's your pick for the honorable? John Rum. Oh, all right. Okay, John Rum. I like it. He was right. ranked number two in the power rankings for this tournament. And he, off the tee and greens, he's number one in distance of all drives to total driving. So, pretty good. Although, I'll, I'll say that uh, Tagali Cat might, you know, he's my uh, little, I don't know, backup, I guess. I think he's going to try and prove himself from that Phoenix debacle he had at the Waste Management Tournament. But I think he's going to pull through this time around at the uh, on a Palmer. He has a lot to prove, so. Nice. You see? Um, okay, let's go with Mathis. Uh, well, got to have solid irons. Uh, Hovland right now has probably the hottest irons going. Uh, but then, you know, happy Gilmore's caddy, Wilzell Torres. Mm. Uh, his short game right now is pretty solid. It's, it's really between those two for me. Mm. Rory creeps into my mind right now because he always plays well here. And we haven't had like the big name win this year. So those are my three. I'm probably going to go. I, honestly, Zalatoris or Hovland. That it's one of those two. So nice. That's my pick. I like it. Uh, let's go, Dan. So two of the three have been mentioned already that I'm going to pick. So John Rahm is my outright pick, and then uh, <clears throat> Victor Hovland called me and said he didn't like that pedophile comment. So he's coming through with a vengeance. <laughs> And then my, my sleeper, <laughs> my wow. sleeper, Tommy Fleetwood coming in with the long locks. Oh, I like yes, it, sir. Okay, booga. Hoblin <laughs> got that pedophile look. But I, ain't gonna um, I I have to go. Rory always plays well here, like Tiger always played well here. So I I got Rory winning it, but my sleeper is Hideki. Yeah, that he puts it down when he plays there too. Yeah, should is he getting tuned up for the Masters or his repeat? Yeah. Well, I'm telling you that the, the guy is, he he could be. Um, I I actually I'm I'm with a couple of every I'm with a couple of y'all. I definitely like Victor Hovland here. Um, I think he's uh, he he's just has a really good chance. I think um, his game's coming together, man. I also like I do like Zalatoris. Um, I think he was he was trying to find you know he found he found something last year and I think he's going to find it again this year. Um, I also like I like Hideki, um, but I think one of my sleepers is going to be Sungjae. I like Sungjae in man. So those are those are my three, and then my sleeper would be uh, Sungjae. Well, I'm gonna roll with Rory. Um, it's just about time, and he seems like he's in a groove right now um, and getting better. Um, so look look for Rory to make some noise. Um, Victor Hovland, of course, everyone mentioned him. But at Bay Hill, he's placed no better than than 40 um, since his debut in, in 2019. So, But he's been playing a lot better golf. And so look for him to do it. And then Will Zalatoris, young Derengowski, uh, he, he placed uh, 10th in last year's debut. So look for him to build on that. Um, I mean, Matsuyama's not a bad pick out there. Um, 
I mean, it, it could be interesting. So I think we we're all expecting some big names that we know uh, to come out and uh, win the Arnold Palmer. Suge, let's go to the ladies, man. We 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 love the ladies here. So uh, talk about the ladies, and and we'll give our picks, and then we'll get to diversity. Yeah, we got the HSBC Women's Championship, which takes place uh, starting actually in a couple hours here. Mm-hmm. It's over um, eleven hours, I think, is uh, you know less than less than twelve hours away here. Yep. Uh, it is March third through the sixth. There should be some great golf, um, both on the. You know, the U.S. side, there's a lot of ladies here in, in um, that, that made the trip over and as well as the international players. Um, so it should be competition should be pretty fierce. They're playing for one point seven M's, mm. which is right. Some good money for the ladies. So, you know, go get your bread. Get it. Um, Five hundred CME Globe points. Uh, this is in Sensasota Golf Club in Taichung, uh, Singapore. So at the Taijong course in Singapore. So it should be again, good golf, man. I know they're covering um, that you, you can watch the, you can watch the tournament on the golf channel. They will be kind of filtering in um, coverage. Uh, And the good thing is that they'll be playing off from when the men play. So you should be able to, you should be able to see um, the majority of it. So um, what do you guys think about this tournament? Miss the ladies. Haven't watched a lot of them. So far, the season was waiting for a big tournament. Here we go. Um, looking forward to it. Um, my pick, of course, I'm riding the, the Danielle Kang train. I just I just think she's just playing great golf. I like her attitude and everything she's going with. And, of course, Patty Tavatonikit, Um also rolling with her. And then the sleeper, Lizette Salas. Watch out. So uh, let's go with uh, Boog. Uh, I'm not going with Daniel Kane. She's playing well, but I know she has a shitty attitude personally. <laughs> so, not going with her from the Lampkin days. Um, I Yikes. was surprised. But, hey, wait, did you try to holler or something? Did nah, you... nah. She she was shitty to the company. She oh, okay. Uh, off don't off hear, conversation. Exactly. Um, I was surprised the quarter sisters weren't there at all. Did yeah, all? yeah. But, I was shocked. Yeah, I I think they withdrew. I think they were supposed to play. And I don't know what happened, but yeah, but I, I got uh, see young Kim. Um, I think Brooks, Brooke is going to make a run, but not sure if she's going to win. But if she does, at, she's going to make a run on the third day. So I think she'll be in there. But Lydia Ko, I think she's going to win it overall. Nice. Dan. So my outright pick is Envy Park. I've always liked her game. Yep. She's it's just smooth. And I think she's she's due for for a win. Uh, I'm with Eric, you know, E. Mitch on that Kang gang. You know, yes, she's sir. doing things, so yes, I, I think she she can get in there. And then I don't know. Something's telling me that that Spaniard uh, Carlita Saganda might do something. So she's my my dark horse. Like it, Mathis. Well, E. Mitch, I like. Just saying the name Tavatonikit. So <laughs> there's something about that that draws me to it. Um, but in all seriousness, like I think she's definitely in the running, but I'm with Boog. Uh Lydia Ko. That's that's my pick. Nice. And Ollie. Yeah, I'm gonna go with <clears throat> with uh Mathis. I think Lydia Ko might pull through this time around. I kinda was 
hoping that the quarter sisters will play because I'm a big fan of them also. And one person I'm a big fan of lately is Gabby Lopez because she has that crazy fire in her that kind of makes me interested in just watching her play. You know, just mm. just something about her. You know, that's spicy. Just like, okay, well, she might <laughs> she might win, but she came close a few times the past few tournaments. But <laughs> doesn't seem like she's on this on this one this this time around. But yeah, Lydia Cole. Sure. You know, I I'm, I I think I I think I got to stay consistent, man. So I was think I was. I did say Lydia Ko, um, Patty Tanatavakit. I did, I think, mention Brooke Henderson. Um, yep. uh, and then I, but the the one person I think I'm I'm with you, Dan, is NB Park. She she gets down in these kinds of tournaments, man. When you know this is this is big money, this is big you know attention and and pressure. And this lady, for some reason, is is cool, man. She is. Her game is smooth and and she don't take no prisoners, man. So I think she can. She has definitely a good shot. And she's won this tournament before. Yeah, she she's been running things for a, a while, and it yep. seems like you know she she you know she had her a child and she kind of took a little break, you know. And it's almost like when she wants to put forth the effort, she can do it. You know what I mean? Not to say that nobody else does, but she can turn it on for sure. Nice. Uh, the ladies are playing right now. Lizette Salas uh, just. Missed her birdie putt, but uh, she's sitting at even. Uh, so go to the golf channel and you can watch them. They are on right now live. Um, speaking of ladies, let's get into this diversity story and topic of the week. Uh, we just got out of Black History Month. There's diversity and stuff everywhere, and we're trying to push it and promote it. And we need more uh, diverse golfers out there. So Leslie Billinger. Uh, she is the president of She Who Golfs, and um, the Golf Channel has been doing things where they have been finding every person that has something that, that is trying to push diversity and giving them like a little bit of a snippet. Um, find us. What'd you say? They need to find us. Uh, yeah. I, no, the channel won't be the same if they throw us on there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're definitely getting kicked off. We're getting kicked off the golf channel. Um, So uh, Leslie uh, gave a little snippet of what they're trying to do for She Who Golfs. Um, What did you guys think about watching that uh, quick video um, of Leslie talking to the golf channel? I thought it was good. I mean, if you look at us when we play, just as us, and on tour, you don't see a lot of black women. And you don't. And we know from us being in the position we are with work, golf is a big thing when it comes to business and business people golf, old white men, things like that. So this lady being executive and getting women out there who were in the executive world, it was amazing. I liked it. I agreed. I, I like the spin on like your ability doesn't matter, right? The, you know, the business golf is about, you know, building relationships the inclusion piece is amazing, um, but I love the stat. What was it like? Ninety percent of golfers out will shoot at least a hundred or more, and that just made me feel better as a golfer. So you know, um, but I thought the piece was really, really great, and it's almost like a well, what a great place to make connections and build the game, and you know, give power to those that that need it. So it it, it was really cool. I liked it. I thought it was really well done. One hundred percent, Mathis. I think that. You know, um, 
trying to just bring people to different to try something different brings people to um a different level of understanding and i think that that's that's important to try to um i think the game of golf brings people together it does that organically but i think it 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 can help bring people together you're you're already there for a common reason and so it 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 gives you the opportunity to start from there right so i think that to me, I think that no matter who you are, if you could pick up a golf club and play or not, you're out there trying. And I think that that's, that's the, the effort and the respect that people are going to give you just for doing that. And I think that what they're trying to do and bring the different people together, and um, to me, it's a beautiful thing. And I think that's, that's the beauty in this sport. Agreed. I think, if I may, I think she really stressed that you don't have to be a good golfer to play golf, number one. And I think golf is a sport that's, you know, is very intimidating for a number of reasons. One, if you, you know, just the fact that you're, you're very vulnerable out there, right. It's a, a long commitment. If you play 18 holes, right. Um, the, the, there's the, the financial aspect of it. It's not cheap to play golf. You know, there are cheaper courses, but usually that's not, it's, you know, so it's not just, you can get a basketball and go play it at the park, right. It's not that simple. So she's just trying to stress, you know, if you get a group of people together, it can be a, just a, a fun way to get out and, and socialize with each other. Right? right. She, I think the example she gave was some high execs wife would go golfing with him and she hated it. Right. But then she figured out some friends would golf with her. Then she wanted to get to go take lessons and, you know, take it more seriously. Right. So if you have a, a better way to, to increase interest, you know, it will grow the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good, good segment. Um, make sure you go check out the golfchannel.com and you can search and put in your search bar diversity and you can find all kind of great articles and snippets out there. But shout out uh, to she who golfs and actually shout out to our friends, the black golf babes that we've had on here before. They're oh, doing no. big things and they're pushing and inspiring um, the black golf babes out there. And they got new merch coming out on March 1st. So, uh, just take a just take a minute on on that too. It, it's it's International Women's Month, um, so we want to take a a minute to recognize all the ladies out there and all the things that, you know, the sacrifices made. And you know, without y'all, we would not be here. So, um, it's also um, you know, there's a lot of activities out there. So if if fellas, you want to support, you know, um, you want to find out what this means. And there's a lot of great educational opportunities for us to understand you know, where they're coming from. So, you know, yeah. do your job because if they, if they, you know, it goes both ways. Yes, indeed. Well, and I want to say as a father of two daughters, right? Like I want role models for my daughters on the golf course, not just from a playing golf perspective, but as going out and, and making money because money exchanges, like, a lot of money is made and agreed upon on a golf course. Yep. And the ladies need to start getting pieces of that. So yeah. no doubt. Speaking of looking fly, Shook, all of us love looking fly. And we go out there and we rock some of the dopest gear. And included in that gear is golf gents. They got the Masters line, the Wasted line, Golfer by Nature line, and other new exciting lines coming to you. So head over to golfgents.com for your casual weekend gear. And uh, we thank you for all your support. Selling lots of things, so I appreciate you. Um, Golf Gents is bringing us our front nine. And as you know, our front nine, we like 
to mix it up and come up with some of the craziest things. And so uh, this front nine is the hottest TV mom or MILF, as we would like to say. So let's set the move for that real quick. Yeah, stop messing with them mamas out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, with that said, let's talk about some of the hottest TV moms out there. We're going to find out a lot about each other right about now, and this is going to be fun. So, Ali, give us a list of your hottest TV mom. I mean, who else is there but Stifler's mom? I mean. Okay. That's like number one on the list. At least when I was growing up, anyway. So, <laughs> and we we had to use we had to use rabbit ears to watch that TV stuff in the trees in Africa too. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, I'm just just saying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're moving over there. Fucking <laughs> up the signal. <laughs> Did you guys use uh t- like did you guys use like aluminum foil and shit on the ends? We did. Well, we we tried, but you know, when the lightning comes around, man, it's it's like lights out. So Get your ass inside. You got to watch out for them things. Yeah. So what well, do y'all do when, also, it, what do y'all do when a cheetah's running by and breaks the cable line? <laughs> well, we, we shoot them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, you are we're some, here. You're some messed up characters today, man. Uh, I did I not ask also, that question. Uh, I think uh, on Viv on um, on Fresh Prince of Bel Air was was one of them up there. Which too, one? Back in the, back in the day, the early one or the, the, the older? Good question, Reg. Which one? Yeah, yeah, the early one could could get it. Yeah, yeah. But he said the light so, skin. He was going the beige route. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, not not bad. I'm I'm not mad at that list, man. Let's let's go to Mathis. Who what you got? Um all right, so my first one is I mean it was the first one on our list that you had sent out and I tried to go against it, but um you know, Sophia Vergaru is like from yes. Modern Family, like yes. oh, yeah. <sighs> Right, like number one. Then this one. uh, Okay, this is the moment I've been waiting for. I just want to see everybody's reaction. So please, like, be in good, good, so I can see the facial here. Don't say Roseanne. No, oh no, no. (laughs) Oh god, that because does she count? But you know, hey Dan, you know what you just did. A couple of these guys now are going to be like, oh, I got to cross that off real quick. (laughs) Anyway, um, so (laughs) so I'm gonna go. And this tells you about my childhood. So this is my childhood, and I got to explain this. I'm going Katie Seagal, Married with Children, Peg Bundy, right? Like, I'm with you. And and I got to say why? Because like that that same time frame, right? We had Full House with uh, uh, I can't remember her name now. On uh, Becky Lori Laughlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lori Laughlin, right? So look, I think one is like more attractive but there's something about the character like peg bunny all she wanted to do was have sex 
So there was a part of that, right? Like, all right, I can get down with that. Like, and then her daughter, Christina Applegate, was smoking hot too when we you know when when I was that age. So uh that show, I yeah, so that's Peg Bundy uh is my my back in the day pick. So there you go. Uh Booger. I, I had Sophia, of course. Evelyn Gauria, killing it. Yeah, Peg Bundy. Peggy was on my list, but my sleeper was uh I, I don't know if you consider this a mom or not. She only she held the baby for a friend, but Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> Bruh, okay, and I know y'all look at me she weird. Carried, she carried the she carried the baby though. So that yeah, she had that twins doesn't make for her you brother. a mom. That doesn't like, make you a mom though. Yeah, she gave birth. <laughs> she had twins <laughs> for her brother. <laughs> yeah, technically she birthed yeah, them. Yeah, okay. That's some that's some weird shit. Saying, that's some keeping it. That's some weird shit. I would say Phoebe because she's one of those females that you can kick it with all day. Comedy, quirky, not the prettiest one, but she's one of them cool ass cats you can be around all day and be yourself no matter what because she don't give a fuck. She's singing songs in a bar called Stinky Cat. Mm, I don't want no no stinky cat though. Boog, you put in the work there to find that loophole about like, you know, that's, I appreciate the hustle. I appreciate the hustle. I love my women who keep it wet and Phoebe kept it wet. (laughs) Um, Wow. Okay. Uh, Dan. All right. So as Mathis was telling his list, I mean, I thought he was actually reading my list. I mean, I can show you. All right. So I had Sophia first. Right. And then I was tying it in to Peggy, mm. you know, Katie Seagal, because they're both married to Ed O'Neill, a.k.a. Al Bundy. Oh, wow. I didn't even okay. make that connection. They That's are. Fucking amazing. So yeah. Sophia's more of the modern day, modern yeah. family, you know, <laughs> hot mom, hot milf. But Peggy is a youngster growing up in the 80s, early 90s. Hey. All right. So that's my top two. My third one, actually, you know, I, I appreciate and respect the Phoebe, you know, uh, choice because I have Jennifer Aniston, you know, mm. Rachel Green. And, yeah. and I mean, even Courtney Cox. I mean, they're all, you know, for, for friends for what it was, you know, at that time. Hey, but then I have a sleeper because I always got to have a sleeper. Yeah. Now, if, if anyone knows who this is, I'll give you 20 bucks. OK. All right. So you got to put your thinking cap on here. Yvonne De Carlo. Do you know who that is? Is that from Yvonne De Carlo? You could look it up or take a quick guess. Is it from um I've heard that name before. Man, she's older than my grandma, man. <laughs> oh. It's old school. It's old school. And this is oh, this like say. Okay. Okay. Lil, yes. Lily Munster from the Munsters. Yeah. Going old yeah. school. Wow. Oh shit! Sure. Oh wow! She was banging. Look at pictures of her back in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. That Ooh. time frame. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You, know, hey, you got to throw, throw a her in there then too. Put it this way: hey. I didn't even I didn't have to look her up. As soon as you said the Munsters, it just popped yeah. into my head. Yeah. Like, yes, sir. You got into that goth look at all, or had a moment in your, in your youngster years. Hey, uh, Elvira. I wasn't into the goth. I'm telling you. I hear you. Oof, Elvira too, wait, man. Wait, I I apologize. I I missed one. Okay. 
Y'all remember George Carlos had that TV show? Is that what George, George Lopez? Lopez? You talking he about had, Angie Lopez? Begging, Constance. Yeah, she's nice. His wife was Constance. <laughs> well, I'll say this. Look, my list, I, as I was going through it, it had to be shows that I that I had legitimately watched yep. and 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 had like some sort of connection with. So, I the, the list that I looked through to like make my list, there was there was a lot of really just hot women. Yeah. Um, but I just I didn't watch the show, so I felt like right. I was I, I'm I in the same boat. Yeah. Yep. I watched yeah. I watched the show, so I, I had to put her on there. So I apologize. Yep. 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 Shug. So I the two there's two on my list that have already been mentioned, which is you know um, Sophia is number one for me. Period. Um, I'll put her one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> um, Evan Longoria. Uh, I mean, Desperate Housewives, man. I never really watched the show, but I knew who she was, and I knew who character was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me think here. If y'all know who Ava Moore is, hey Reggie, yeah. sorry to bust your balls, man, but you said Evan Longoria. He plays baseball. Oh, Eva. Yeah. <laughs> Eva. Yeah. I, said, I said Eva. You better go back and listen to it. I said Eva. All right, let's do it. I didn't, wasn't, I, didn't, I didn't say Evan. I said You're talking Evan. to a baseball nerd. I, I, said, I probably go back and listen to it. He I put said his Evan. words too close together. He put the words real quick. together so it sounded weird. Do y'all know who? Do y'all know who Eva Moore is? Yeah. No. Okay. Yep. Yeah. She was. She was on Nip and Tuck. Yeah. Played on Mama yeah. Nip and Tuck. She was. Mm. Yikes. And then there is. I can't remember her name, but let me let me go find her because she's she's on the. Is it the old girl from Dexter? No, no, yeah, she oh, she could, she could yeah. get on the list. Yeah, she's hot. There. Oh, you're April, talking about what's April, her name? Jennifer Carpenter? Is that who you're April, talking about? Well, hold on, this is my list, brother. No, 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 no. April, um, I think it's Buchanan, and she was from Eastbound and Down. Oh um, yeah, that's my list. That was, that was a great show, by the way. Oh yeah, that's that's, funny, man. that's, that's a solid solid pick, dude. <clears throat> yeah. What's her name? Her name is so. Her oh, name. Katie Mixon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, Katie. She's Mixon. in Mike and Molly. She's in Four yeah. Christmases. Yeah, she. Yeah, that's a good pick. Oh, her, she okay. played the character April, April on the on Eastbound and Down. That's right. Yeah, she yep, was banging. Katie dude. Mixon, man, and she banging. played in other roles too. Um, but yeah, man, that's my list, brother. If what you guys cool. like the show Eastbound and Down, did you, have you guys watched the Ted Lasso show? The soccer European I, I heard soccer. Yeah, I heard it's great. That's a great show, man. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I don't know it, and Katie's not on my. She doesn't do it for me. <laughs> That's a bad picture. You probably see of her. She's definitely changed. Let's put yeah. it that way. Oh, you don't look like she used to. Um, well, what's your list, D? Well, number one, I mean, everyone has Sophia, so okay, that's cool. I got Aunt Becky, Lauren Laughlin from Full House. Uh, she was also in Rad, by the way. People don't I know. People <laughs> went way back. You know, so she's hot. She's doing she's dancing on the bike in the gym. Yeah, man, yes, send me an angel. You know what I'm saying? So uh, doing her thing. She's she's probably serving a little time right now. Um, she is Deborah Barone peanut butter sandwiches. Deborah Barone from Everyone Loves Raymond. Uh, Patricia Heaton. I thought she yeah. something about her was just attractive to to me. I don't know what it was, but I had Angie Lopez from George Lopez Show. So Constance Marie. Uh, Gemma Teller, so that's from Sons of Anarchy, and that's Katie Seagal in her older years. So she was yeah. hot on mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy, just being older. I don't watch Sons of Anarchy, so I don't know. 
You need to check that. That's a good show, dude. Um, All right. Then I got Claire Huxtable. I would have taken all all Claire down, man. Okay. <laughs> and then my sleeper, and I told y'all earlier. You and Cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> my sleeper is Miss Garrett, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts oh. of life. That red bun and that apron, man. Woo-wee. Because you fun. want her to bake you a pie and then some. Oh. Man, you ain't never lied. Yeah, you sticking can... shit in the pie. Ooh. Man. Mm. I need that flour, Eric. Man. Ooh. <laughs> so, that was. He ain't even going milk. He going guilt. Oh, boy. Miss Garrett's a freak. She was always locked up with these kids and shit. You know, she, when she closed them doors. There was a lot of buzzing and, and things going on, champ. Let's, let's, I don't know if you know what that's. It's called a pedophile. <laughs> you lock up with kids and you're doing strange things for a piece of change. I mean, outside when she puts them to bed. Sorry. Sorry to mention that. Sorry, Miss Garrett. Uh, hey, man. She was doing it on Facts of Life, too, so she hey, knows. Can you, yeah. can, you, can you do that? Can you? Eh, oh. Eh, no. No, no, no Miss Garrett. Sorry. No, Miss Garrett. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's our uh, front nine list. I know a lot of you guys are going to reach out and send us some some hate and say we miss some people, but these are well, our... with Miss Garrett. Man, fuck them. They can get. These nuts. I don't give a fuck. Um, so you can give us our hate and we'll talk about it and and send us a list. You know how to reach us. Send us a list and we'll read your list next week and we'll see how fucked up you guys are. Okay. Um. Back nine real quick. What are you guys doing to right now to improve your game for the season that's coming up? So anyone doing anything special, new clubs, new swings, new anything. Uh, let's go with Ali. Um, I think my biggest issue has been my short game. I think that's everybody's issue, man. I mean, like you guys said about Bryson, you know, can hit that ball like 300, 500 yards, but if you're not, putting or chipping on the green or at least being accurate, then there's no point. So I've been doing a lot of uh, chipping and pitching uh, around the house, watching a lot of videos, no new clubs because I'm not stinking rich like you guys are. But uh, yeah, just been enjoying the game and just looking at, looking at these folks. Like I think, um, I think Matt just mentioned this, like, you know, it's, it's a mental game sometimes between the ears, you know? So I've been trying to like, you know, trying to figure a way like, you know, how to control my emotions on the course and, you know, just stay with it and have fun, you know, so that's what, that's what I've been doing. Are you doing goat yoga? No goat yoga yet. Okay. The All goats, right. the goats uh, end up in the pot, you know, so. Whoa. Um, yeah. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Nice. Um, Dan, doing anything special? So. First and foremost is just, you know, even though it's kind of, it's been, it sucks that the weather's been bad, right? There's been no golf in Colorado in January and February, period, period, that I'm aware of. Correct. You know, last time I swung a club was a couple of days before Christmas. So, but for me, it's been good. You know, the silver lining is I've been able to rest because I had a mm. knee injury last year that was just kind of needed some time. I rehabbed it. I did a lot of stuff. So that's the biggest thing for me is just a little bit of time off. I think it's going to be very beneficial I actually joined the Martin Jones, the Martin Jones club got me a Theragun. So I've been using that. So you might see me out there stretching, getting warmed up, you know, pre and post round. We'll see. Um, 
And then, you know me, I'm always tinkering with the clubs. At the end of last season, I got some new wedges. I picked up a new putter. Um, I'm tempted to, to take go and swing that new tailor-made stealth driver. We'll see. Yeah, I heard it was but, it was nice. So, yeah, that's about it. So, uh, Mathis. Well, um, I've been playing um, top golf. I'm in a top golf league. Um, so if I can somehow drive a ball onto a five by five square and then hit it from there, I'll be pretty good. Um, no, I mean like getting it, I know it's top golf. It's not real golf, but getting my swings in, I mean, the cool thing is this league I'm in, you can go an hour early and you can have the bay to yourself or your team. And it's literally 10 minutes up the road from me. So I'll get there at, you know, 45 minutes to hit balls. It's no different than a range other than limited limited distance balls right but you know when you hit a, a good ball and it it's helped me with like wind because like the wind has been crazy we played two weeks ago it was like it felt like eight degrees because it's on monday so mm-hmm. it was like when that snowstorm was coming in mm-hmm. um but what i'm doing that's like legit golf is i looked up some putting drills that i'm going to start doing this weekend um well we'll see it's supposed to snow again Yep. Uh, I feel like the rest of my game has really like improved a lot lately and putting was always a strong suit for me. And now I need to put some more time into my putting to try to like take that to the next level. So putting is really what I'm, I'm looking forward to, to working on most. And then the mental part, like I'm so much more relaxed this season than I was last season. Cause I feel I have so much muscle memory right now. Cause I, I mean, literally I'm swinging clubs. I'm hitting a hundred balls every Monday. It's top golf. I get that. But the muscle memory, I'm so like, I don't even have to, I can just pick up a club and I just feel fine. It doesn't matter. And you, you know, what's interesting about that math is Hank Haney said, swing a club a hundred times a day. You'll vastly improve your game. So you don't actually even have to hit a ball, just yeah. a swing all the time. will help. Yeah. That muscle memory, mm-hmm. like, you know, just knowing how brains work, right? Like that it's a legit thing. Muscle memory is something that you don't have to think about. You can think about the other shit, right? So that's where I'm at. It's the mental, but I feel in a good spot there, and I just want to work on some putting. Nice. Book, I would go to you, but you play year-round, so. Oh, 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 don't skip me. I still have problems. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'll, I'll hear you out then. Yeah. 99 problems, but weather ain't one. But how, yeah, how, do you have, how do you have problems when you can play all the time? Right, but either. What's the issue? I know. DeChambeau plays all the time, but look at his ass. No, he is not. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> my stuff is the uh, and back to you, Dan. The stealth stuff. Uh, the two guys I play with who are about to go for the U.S. Open, they switch to stealth. Love it. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. And one was a Cobra. One was a uh, Callaway guy, and they're stealth guys now. Um, are you playing a sim? Are you on the sim? Sim two? I think you're sim a tailor also. I'm on sim irons and sim two driver. Yeah. Um, but my thing I'm working on now is my seven through 11 whole tempo. I get out of tempo where I start to uh, like one through six, I'm playing like even par. Then I get the big head and it's the people you around when you play around good people, you think you can do things they can do. <laughs> that and yep. Mikey and DJ, they hit the ball fucking far because they're tool guys. So you start to swing harder and lose your tempo. And I, I get that between 7 and 11. Then after that, I'm like, okay, motherfucker, 
they're scratch golfers. You're not. <laughs> you know what it is, Boog? It's it's the alcohol, man. It's the crown I've been drinking. Like, well, I don't drink when you start at four. That shit usually helps. I don't drink yeah. to the back nine here. <laughs> there it's different. Fucking with y'all. It's different. So I'm on vacation. But here I don't drink until the back nine. So and I only have one drink. But seven through eleven, just getting my tempo right where I don't speed up and try and force shit because then I start to dip because I'm trying to go harder and faster and get it further. So I'm working on that right now. Tempo, tempo, tempo. Shug. Oh, um, doing a lot, man, to try to get ready. I'm doing definitely doing stretching. Like I told y'all motherfuckers a couple weeks ago, <laughs> definitely stretching, trying to get my body right. Um, I have neck issues, so I have to like stretch and to get right. So I think for me, if I don't stretch before I go play, I'll be shitty. I know that already. Um, you got a head like Cole for Martin. <laughs> it don't matter, man. That's just because there's so much knowledge in here, dude. Oh, hell. Talk about Chrome Dome. Yikes. My body fit my head, Weeble Wobble. Destro. You look like Destro. Mega oh, Mind. Like the Black Destro, dog. You look like the Black Destro. I'm going to start calling you Pinky in the brain. Wow. That's all right. That's all right. My knowledge, my knowledge will will overpower yours, boy. Wow! Come at me. Pull up on me. Pull up anyway, on me. But anyways, I did. I did uh, get some new clubs. I did uh, go out there and get some tailor-made Sim twos. So very excited for that. Uh, next year, I'll probably get some get some new drivers and stuff. So we'll see what happens. But for me, the one thing that I've been doing, um, I changed my swing. So I noticed something that wasn't giving me loft on the ball. And so I, I made a change myself. And since I've done that, it's uh, getting different results. So it's going to stick to that and try to keep, keep, um, keep practicing. And I like that idea of trying to hit, you know, at least swing a hundred times. Cause I think that that's something that you can do. Don't have to be at the range. So uh, for me, I'll be hitting the range as many times as I can. So let me know if y'all want to go. Nice. Uh, for me being, being that I was the champ and I am the champ reigning right now, just saying, I'm not not boasting, but to continue being get my mental together, um, it was a lot of doing that, a lot of practice rounds. Like I plan on playing a lot again and doing that. Um I wanna uh get better on par fives on my second shots. Cause that's where I lose out and I could probably birdie those cause I have the power to do it right now. And then my par threes not being so accurate. Um, I think I can make up some strokes there if I can concentrate on those two areas of my game and really put the pressure on you guys. Um, also just thinking about, uh, health wise, like I've just been taking care of my body. I lift a lot now. Um, just getting stronger because I'm getting older. Um, I know my, my back was jacked up last year. I think there's a few of us that we were injured. Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. And that was for real. For real. I needed that. Um, so a lot of stretching. Been doing yoga. Been lifting. Been running. Been riding. Uh, all of the above. Um, you'll see them biceps hanging out of that polo for sure this year. So, uh we're going to do that. 
Um, and then putting, like I've gotten a lot better. I'm between two putters. I have my Scotty Cameron and my ping. I don't know which one I'm going to use this year. I used my ping last year to win it. Uh, we'll, we'll look at the Scotty because it's, it's been fun to tinker a little bit there. Um, and then I've been playing with the idea of mess with my irons and it might be, a, I mean, we're getting close now. So if I pull the trigger, I need to do it like tomorrow. So. Maybe. Well, Emich, uh, the the pressure's not on us, man. You're the defending champ. It's no pressure. Just so you on know. Me. Just so you know. That that title was so hard to get mm-hmm. for me that there's no pressure because once you 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 get a taste of that championship, yeah, it's hard to go back to back, but your championship pedigree is still there. So I, I got a question. When you said your par threes accuracy, what do you mean? So. I've been having this thing where uh, I see it. I know where I want to put the ball, but it's more or less like I usually get put in between clubs and I need to get better at that with like the distance or whatever because I end up having these long putts. And some of the courses we played have been some of the greens have been not fair. I mean, we've had some crazy ones and then we had some really good ones. And so it just – the the distance on my par threes I need to dial in. Um, I can see it well there. And then the par five thing for me is that my woods like like a three wood or a five wood just ain't got it. And I, I need to get that because having that in my bag on a par five, I could probably get close to hitting it close to two or getting real close on the three and getting a birdie. So so I and uh and only because talking to Mikey and DJ and they're a different kind of breed than us because the they're caliber of players. When you go for par threes, are you going are you aim are you flag hunting? No. So I'm usually aiming I usually depending on where the flag is sitting, I'm probably aiming to I'm aiming more to the left of the flag, usually for me. Because they, they always tell me aim for a spot and par threes I kill par three because I aim for spots. Yeah. And, and maybe not, I should I do that aim, more. They, they aim for hole in ones. I aim for a spot because I know I'm not getting a hole in one. That's and it. like par fives, the problem with most people par fives, especially us recreational golfers. Yeah. We want to get there in two. Yeah. Even though we know we're not getting there in two. So that second shot, we tend to, and it should be a three shot hole. Yeah. But when we approach that second shot, we swing harder trying to get it closer as we can instead of getting to a comfortable club. So like me, I know my short game's good. Anything from a eight iron in, money. So I try and get to that eight iron space or below. And that's what you be going for on your par fives instead of, because most people just try and swing so hard with their five wood and their three woods thinking, I got to power down, power down when you really don't have to. Yeah. Good advice. Thank you. Um, and Everybody out there, if you you want advice or you want to give advice, uh, don't listen to us, and we probably won't listen to you because everyone's different and we have our own game. So, fuck off. Um, <laughs> just, just the one thing I will say: don't be them weird motherfuckers at the driving range. You know that that come up. You know, don't don't go up to anybody and start talking to them that you don't no. know unless it's invited. Just don't do it. No. It's not appropriate, man. You know, people are out there, you know, if you see them got the fucking headphones on, leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, for real. Um, 
Speaking of that, because that kind of sounded like just a little bit of hate, we're going to get into our hate section of the week, man. So everybody got something to hate on. Maybe not Ali. He's going to be spiritual and enlightening on his hate. Um, and then on his shout outs, he's going to say, well, the whole world's going to burn down. So go fuck off. Um, so it's it's usually the opposite. Exactly. You know, you've got that right. <laughs> So, uh, with that being said, Ali, what do you have? What are you hating on this week? Well, what I'm hating on this week is my shitty ass internet, man. Because actually, it's driving me nuts for the past two weeks. I mean, you know, between the buzzing and the cutting out randomly, man, you know, these cats need to get their shit together, man. Your That's provider. what I'm hating on right now. I can't tell you. Maybe if you say them on the podcast, they'll, they'll do something. Xfinity, thank you very much. Oh. oh, shit. Xfinity, get your shit together. Yeah, please. Get your shit together. Funky dog head, bitch. All right. Dan, what are you hating on this week? I have two things I'm hating on. They're kind of related. The first one are businesses and companies in general that are understaffed, Right. You know, we went through the pandemic. We're going through it. It feels like we're at the tail end. And it seems like people aren't getting back on track. And I, I think there's two reasons. One, people are like, well, we can just run real lean and just, you know, we're still going to make money because we've raised prices. But the, pro- the quality of the product has gone drastically downhill, right? Level of service, that kind of stuff. Or people don't want to work. They can't hire people. So, they're, so the people who are there are doing the job of, you know, two, three people, whatever. And so the paying customer or the employees all have to suffer. So that's my biggest hate is, come on, man, get stuff together so we can all have a win-win situation. All right. The second part is has to do with restaurants. My wife and I will go out to eat, whether it's a fast food place, a steak dinner, whatever. They can't get the, they can't get the orders right. You know, you, you say, I don't want this and it's on there. Or I want a medium rare steak. It comes out medium well. I mean, come on. It's not rocket science. Make sure you train your people. Get it right. It's, it's as easy as that. Get your shit. And you know, and, and I'm not expecting people that work at certain places to you know be the most positive. You know, they can't all be Chick Fil A employees. But come on, man. Yeah. Do your job with good customer service. We've all been there. Just let's have a positive experience for everybody. That's it. Mathis. All right, I've got a couple. Um, so first, I'm hating on the PGA Tour, but not for what you probably would think. Golf has been so fun to watch this season, just the 2022 season. There's a lot of exciting endings, and so it just makes me want to play more. <laughs> so not being able to get out, bug. Sorry, man. Fuck that. Ah, I'm so jealous. Anyway. <laughs> So I'm hating on the PGA for being so exciting right now. And it just, just amps me up. And then I'm hating on Amazon. And again, probably not for the reason you would think nothing moral where I could go off on some tangent about that, but um, it's just too easy to buy shit. And when I get bored, I buy shit um, and it shows up at my house. So, um, (laughs) you know, I, you got to, I, I need a, I need a filter or some shit. So 
Anyway, you, you need an intervention, is what it sounds like. <laughs> I just well, I, I showed you all my new golf shoes. Like I bought those. I had no intention of buying those, and they're in my house now. So, so do you ever buy shit and then just like it come like it gets to the house and you forget that you bought the shit? Well, look between yes. my my wife and myself, um, the Amazon person will stop and just make sure we're alive if we don't have a like a package someday. Like, <laughs> so. It's cool because I was I, I know that if something happens, I got somebody in a couple of days that will come and check on me. It'll be somebody I don't know, but they've been in my house a bunch. So. <laughs> Booga. Well, I only had one or two, but now I got three. I'm hating on Matt Mathis because he's mad at me because you chose to stay and live in Colorado. <laughs> That's your choice. Two, you shouldn't be hating on Amazon and the PGA. Hate on yourself. You just mad. You just angry right now. <laughs> well, what's the what's the name of the of this 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 part of the show, right? Like, you say I hate me for staying in Colorado, and I hate me for going on Amazon and keep shopping with them fuckers. I get it, but you know what? Me, unlike y'all, I'm single, so I'm hating on misinformation, misunderstood, misgrown folk shit. I, I'm a black and white person. I do this. I do that. I do this. It doesn't deter from that. If you ask me, do I have plans? I'm free on this day and this day. And I'm not free on this day because I have this going on. Don't get mad at me because you want to, because my plans and my schedule doesn't align with yours. Because that's that goes both ways. If I'm free on Friday, but you busy on Friday, then that, that's both ways. You can be mad, but be mad at yourself too. Fuck your couch. My life isn't to chase you at 49, about to turn 50, I don't chase shit no more. All my life is about compromise. I compromise to you, you compromise to me, but all that other shit, like I'm supposed to chase you? Man, please, go on with that. Oh, I've been doing this too long. Ahead, bitch. Bad and body works mommy, know me by first name, because if I got to get down, I can get down by myself. Fuck you. Oh, damn. If I get down with you, I'm putting you down out for the counts, because I get it in. So, man, you bullshit speak your mind i'll tell you mine and we go from there and enjoy life man Shit. you shake them dice with uh flavored lotions <laughs> this isn't the what are you doing section oh sorry, that shake sorry. <laughs> that's, what a 50, that, that's what a 50 year old would do right there start calling you perfume nips and nuts <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Hey! <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to bullshit him. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a bad joke. <laughs> you know, what do you call a four? You know, why is it a foursome? Right? There's four people. Why is it? Why is it a threesome? So now we know why they call you handsome, book. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I chase no one. And at, when you get to a certain age, and y'all are married, but when you get to a certain age, you single. Shit shouldn't be difficult. You already been through the bad shit. You're too old to be putting in extra work. Exactly. Yes. Tell me what your needs are. I'll tell you my needs, and we'll go from there, and let's roll out. Look, it's just golf is more fun. Exactly. Boom. There it is. Exactly. So that, that was my hate for the week. Suge, I'll let you bring it up the rear, because I know you probably got something crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, first first and foremost, I just, you know, I'm, I'm hating um, – you know, I just have to say this, man, because it's just it's on my heart, man, because I just see a lot of people out here struggling, man. Fuck Putin. Fuck that motherfucker. OK, you're out here 
you know, I understand you have a military operation that you want to do, but when you're sitting out here killing innocent people and shit, I'm just not cool with that. Um, no matter who the people are. So there's people that, that, you know, are just trying to live their life in a, in a society where they have the choice to, to, to vote on the things, a democratic society. Right. And this bullshit that's going on, it's, it's just, it's fucking up everybody. I don't care who you are. Um, but just seeing the humanity piece of this is, it's just, it's devastating, you know, and I'm, I'm, I work with people that are, that are from the, from Ukraine and to, to, you know, to see them going through this stuff and to have them talking about it and to hear what it means to them. Um, you know, it's some real shit. So fuck Putin. That's, that's my, that's, and I'm not going to go with anything else, but fuck that motherfucker. He needs to go. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just going to hate on, uh, homeowners, uh, home builders, actually. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that video. I mean, but no home builders. So people that build homes and don't have the quality, there's a video out here of a house in my neighborhood. Um, it was right around the block where these kids were partying, even though the kids, there was a hundred, but the floor fell through on these dude on the, on, on the house and shit. And so that's just not quality shit. If it would have been an older house, that old hardwood and everything like that. So pay attention to detail, build your shit, right? We pay a lot of money for these homes. And if we want to have a hundred motherfuckers in the house, jumping up and down and having a good time, it should be able to support that shit. The shit was pulled from the edges. You see the pictures like the hardwoods was still put together. Just the shit collapsed. It was crazy. And you got these kids in the hole like that. Just it, it was insane, man. I I just don't. I don't even know what to say. But the houses back in the day, they could stand on the floor. But then we have asbestos and they have cancer now. <laughs> Shit, that's a that's a good point. I am not a, I'm just not having a hundred motherfuckers in my house like yes, that. exactly. Shit, why the fuck I got other people in my house anyway? Hey, yes, but y'all doing when, it wrong. You have a small house and a big ass yard to have a hundred yeah. people in. There. But yes, go in the backyard, break the. Concrete but you can't do that in San Diego because you know. Now, if, now, if something happened and the ground fall out from underneath you out there, that's yeah. the Colorado. Like that's called an earthquake. Yeah. That's called earthquake in San Diego. So you guys break off. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Oh, what are those? What are those things where the water gets underneath the land and shit, and all of a sudden the the, the it just drops? What are those? Sinkhole. 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 Exactly. Yeah, yes, but that that starts with the whole we breaking off, but that's okay. I want us to break off because then my property value goes up because we're an island now. There you go. So E. Mitch, yeah. E. Mitch, when I saw that video about that house and the floor collapsing, you know what I instantly thought of? When you guys were all dancing to poison Bell Bib DeVoe for C Pipe's wedding in Mexico. On that bridge. Jumping on that bridge. And oh, I heard shit. that thing was about to go. Oh, it was gonna go. It was it was about three more jumps and that shit because that shit was Touching the water when we were jumping on that shit, it was touching the water. So you just proved the point that it's people's fault, not the builders. Hey man, <laughs> fuck that! Like I have, I have, I have big friends, big family, strong people, everything. If I want to have them in my home, I shouldn't have to worry about them falling through to my fucking basement. But you, but you got support have- in your basement. You have a stripper pole, so you okay? Uh, okay. And with that note, um. Yeah, that's how this conversation started. Yeah, (laughs) we come full circle. Yeah, oh, very nice. Got to bring it around. Yeah. So, uh, 
that wraps it up for our. Um, one thing we don't hate is Moto Caddy. They laced us. They got us right with the M5 GPS DHC electric caddy with downhill control, electric parking brake, and nine-speed settings, GPS onboard charging, and many other features. And when you put the wheels on right, that shit rolls great. Um, head over to motocaddy.us and check out all the dope push carts and bags they have to offer. They were even at the Colorado Golf Expo, and people were loving Moto Caddy. So check out motocaddy.com, motocaddy.us, and uh, get all the dope shit. Yeah. So um, let's roll into our golf gigging song of the week. Shout outs and get the fuck out of here. I'm tired. Cool. So that we're going to go quick into the song here. It's Water Boys by Earth Gang by J.I.D. and J. Cole. Hit it. overseas i've been in the taurus i've been in the G. i've been in the g i've been in the crown v in the mercury push the 300 like a being lead niggas ain't none if they ain't with me yeah yeah set up the future for my ears this shit ain't cheap hey if y'all don't fuck with earth gang i'm gonna tell you right now so their latest album is crazy they got think about like a just a real, real extra soulful version of like outcast ish. Like they're from Atlanta. Everything Earth Gang goes hard. Uh, signed to J. Cole's label. J. Cole got some heat on his label for sure, but Earth Gang gets down. So they just put out an album about a week or so ago. Check that album out. That shit goes. I thought um, they were like a, a, a gangster digital, digital planets. Oh, that's that's a good way to describe them too. They go. That's yeah. all I know. Um, with that being said, we thank you for joining us. We got our final shout outs. We had a lot of fun on this show. Talked about a lot of wild things and we love it. It's our time to express ourselves and enjoy and hang with each other. So with that being said, let's give us our shout outs. So Dan, shout outs. First and foremost, thank you fellas for having me back. I missed the show being here live but i listen regularly so you know you guys are doing good things so keep it up appreciate it big shout out to my wife you know she she's definitely my ride or die you know through all this pandemic nonsense we've been you know sticking together and in riding it through so big shout out to her and then all the hard knock life fellas in, in booga too you know i think you're honorary yes sir so looking forward to getting back on the course with you guys Thanks. Yes, nice Mathis I'm going to echo a lot of what uh, Dan said uh, thanks to the don't be alarmed crew I appreciate coming back um, it's just fun like it's, it's a great way to hang out with your boys and 
Let me get some excited for golf. The Hard Knock Slice crew, uh, second year. Y'all watch out. I'm coming for you, especially you, E. Mitch. Um, shout out to my family for sure. My two, uh, Mia and Stephanie, and then my youngest little girl, uh, Presley. I love y'all. And then shout out to all the educators. It's it's tough. Kids are uh, the 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 effects of not being in a school or on a consistent basis and just what they've been through, like the kids themselves, uh, you know, education's tough right now, but, you know, keep supporting your educators. We'll get through it and we'll get your kids through it too. So. Uh, Booga. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to y'all. Mathis, because he just said, don't be alarmed. You're allowed to say Negroes, Mathis, just in the proper way. It's okay. <laughs> but <All can't>. right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Um, and anybody who knows me, listen to the show. You know I love my ladies. So don't let the uh, hate of the week fool you. Loving y'all all day long, the things you do, just do it right. <laughs> and we'll always be good. Uh, appreciate y'all and everything you do. And don't be alarmed. You know how we get down. Always loving it. And to the other side, to the Red Cup boys, missing y'all. Mm-hmm. Drinks right. And always keep your titties out and make sure they get sucked right. Um, yes. Uh, Ali. Uh-oh. Hey, uh, shout out to you fellas, man. Um, appreciate you having me on. It's always fun uh, seeing you guys' faces and the Hard Nut Slice group, man. Uh, hopefully I can uh, link up with you guys this next season. Um, shout out to the women in our life. Um, it's International Women's Month, so uh, to all the strong women in our in our lives that made us who we are and brought us to life, you know, it's a great honor to be associated with them. And to my daughter, you know, she's a strong little character. Um, I love her to death. Um, shout out to all those fellows out there uh, out in Ukraine trying to you know, defend their homeland and, uh, and their own security. But, you know, it's a fucked up situation, but hopefully some resolution comes out from it soon. Um, it affects everyone's life, you know, even if you're not, you know, European or, um, you know, affects you some way she performs. So, that's all I got. Well said, Shug. Yeah, man. Shout out to the fellas. Um, you know, I appreciate y'all. Um, shout outs to the listeners. We would not be here without y'all. Um, so, you know, if you like us, tell somebody else, man, so they can in, they can get on this uh, they can get on this journey and ride with us as well. Uh, shout outs to my family, my wife, uh, my stepdaughter. Um, right now it's, you know, trying to get out of this pandemic. It's been a lot of heads down trying to get prepared. Um, you know, a lot of preparation on the, on the front end, and it's just going to take as much preparation on the back end to, to try to get back to what we consider normal. I don't think there's ever going to be another normal. And the one thing I would tell you is shout outs to embracing that. Mm-hmm. Find whatever normal is new for you and, and fuck the rest. Mm. So shout outs to, Shout outs to Perseverance. Um, shout outs to the folks over there in Ukraine fighting for their freedom, man. Because that's that's what we that's what that's what people had to do here, you know. So um, that's it, man. All right. Well, shout out to the fam, bam. You know, I 
love them. Shout out to the fam. Um, that's that's how we grew up. Uh, shout out to Bushwood. Uh, shout out to uh, the fellas that are about to lose they they cuff that they got over winter break because it's warm out. <laughs> shout out to the ladies that lost the COVID weight over winter. And uh, shout out to all the listeners. So uh, with that being said, Suge, let's get out of oh, here. Wait, wait. Yes. I apologize. I want to shout out to Marcus Edwards, who's been on this show before. Yeah. At, uh, please be my groomsman letter in the mail the other day. Nice. There, fam. Dope. Yeah, congrats. congratulations, brother. We'll have you on soon, Marcus, yes, whenever me. you want. Uh, with that said, wrap us up, Shook. Hey, like I said, uh, there's a lot of people struggling right now. Uh, make sure that you check in on them because you never know what someone's going through until you at least at least try to try to do that, man. So sometimes you might need to check in on yourself. So if you got to have a conversation with yourself, do that shit too. That's okay. So we said it. Yeah. We did it. It's okay. So, but on that note, man, seriously, you know, we, we appreciate everyone for fucking with us. But like I said, um, just, just do that. Do those, do those little things, man. Check in on your folks, man. And um, if you need to be checked on, let other people know. Yeah. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's right. Yes, indeed. And, and with, on that note, mm-hmm. we out. Raw. And when you shake the dice, I know right. when you shake the dice, use flavored lotion. <laughs> Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro. <laughs>